Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's 907 WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show. Your host, Will Marotti. Matt Sorois back where he belongs at the master control panel, controlling the timing tempo of the show. <laughs> Taking your calls, 860-522-9842. How's everybody doing today? What a beautiful, beautiful morning today. I'm I'm really sensing summer's over. I'm noticing leaves dropping off trees already, and I don't know. It's uh, not a, not a, f- a happy time for me as fall approaches because I, our summer season is so short. I love it so much. I don't know about you, but do you love summer? I just I, I could if it was if it was summer here, uh, you know, eleven months and 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 twenty nine days, it would it wouldn't be too much. The only day I, I want there to be cold weather and snow is Christmas Eve. That's it. And after after our services, so if the snow could start around eight thirty, eight o'clock, Christmas Eve, continue through the night, give us a beautiful snow covering for Christmas morning, I'd be happy. And even Christmas, if it, it could be cold on Christmas, I don't. That's fine. And then the next day, if it warms up into the sixties anyway, melt the snow and and we continue on. You know, I'd be <laughs> I'd be happy with that. I don't know. It is. It is. People say, well, how, how come? What do you live in Connecticut for if you? You, you hate cold weather because God's got an incredibly good sense of humor. And uh, I'm, I thrive in heat. I love hot weather. Hotter the better. I love humidity. I'll never complain about it. And yet here I am in, um, in Connecticut just um, struggling, struggling with cold weather. But I, we all have our, our crosses to bear, as it were. Hey, uh, we've got a great show lined up for you today. We're going to have Chris Powell on at 10.05. Talk about all things Connecticut. A couple of interesting perspectives. I mean, Chris always has interesting perspectives, but um, very, very much so today. You know, we didn't get into this yesterday. Yesterday was the one-year anniversary of the uh, the absolute boggling, bungling of the Biden administration's withdrawal from Afghanistan. And here we have uh, from uh, Politico her story on one year later, life under the Taliban rule is brutal. Which, which should not have come to a surprise to anyone because the Taliban's always been brutal. And we, we didn't think they were a kinder, kinder, gentler Taliban, but that's just the way it is. Uh, so like I say, we've got Chris Powell coming out. We've got some great things to talk about with Chris. Also got some other things to talk about. There's a story. I'm going to share this in the second half hour uh, today from Wall Street Journal. Everybody seems to be getting a – this is what the media says anyway. This is the media and Democrats. Oh, the, uh, the, the Inflation Reduction Act is going to help everybody. Well, no, it's not. But it is going to help somebody. And who it's going to help, you're going to be rather surprised. So stay tuned for that. And then we're going to talk about woke airline policies threatening safety. Another interesting article. But it's 9-11, so let's take a moment, if we can, and let's focus our thoughts together and pray, shall we? Our 9-11 cry out for help. Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, thank you for uh, giving us another day of life. 
another day to allow us to uh, wake up and enjoy your creation, enjoy uh, what you've done for us, our family, our friends. Some of us enjoy our work, our professions, and for those that don't, we ask for patience and maybe a new uh, a new opportunity or not. Just uh, help us to be content in all things, God. That's really what we just need to learn is contentment. Uh, not necessarily settling, always give us goals and, and ambitions for other and maybe maybe better, greater, different, but um, give us contentment today where we're at. And we want to pray, Lord, especially for those that are grieving uh, the loss of loved ones, particularly in our radio family. Just uh, give them comfort today, God, as they go through a difficult time. We want to pray for those that are in, uh, sick, and we pray for divine healing and uh, get them back uh, into good shape so they can do the things they want to do and need to do. We also want to thank you for uh, allowing us to live in this country, country of freedom. Uh, still, we can, we're can we on the air today sharing thoughts, sharing opinions. Um, not every country gets to do that. We're grateful for that, Lord. Um, we want to pray for all of the folks that uh, serve to defend and, and rescue and protect us. That's our first responders, police and fire, EMT uh, operators. Please bless them with safety today. And then, of course, we always pray for all of the men and women who serve in our military. And uh, we pray for safety for them and, and comfort for their families as they're separated. Give us grace today, God. Give us uh, wisdom, clarity, understanding. Thank you for being on TIC, allowing us to do this. And uh, we give you thanks and praise today. In Jesus' name, amen. Can I get an amen out there? Uh, amens can be submitted via social media. S let's see, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Same handle, all four accounts, at Will Marotti. You may email me at willmarotti at yahoo.com. I'm going to do a better job than I did yesterday. I had some technical issues yesterday, so I'm going to do a better job today tallying up the list, make sure everybody gets a shout-out. Because I know that you uh, you listen for it. I know that you enjoy it because people have told me that when you're responding to your amen, you like you like hearing a little shout out, which is good. So we're going to do that, and uh, we look for the amens to come in, and uh, and here they come. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Okay, good. All right. Um, what are we going to start with? Let's see. Let's talk about life life under Taliban brutal rule. So uh, this is from uh, Colin Clark. He is the uh, a director of research at the Sufan Group and is a senior fellow at the Sufan Group where uh, he focuses on terrorism, counterterrorism, and international security. This is from Politico. President Biden has no regrets about withdrawing American combat troops from Afghanistan. He also used a drone strike to kill longtime al-Qaeda leader Ayman al-Sawari in Kabul as the latest evidence, as his latest evidence to affirm the wisdom of his decision. After 20 years, the United States no longer needs thousands of boots on the ground in Afghanistan to protect American terrorists from those uh, who, who seek to do us harm, he said, announcing the strike. I made a promise to American people we'd continue to conduct effective counterterrorism operations in Afghanistan and beyond, and we've just done that. Well, that was good. I was always, always go when the good guys get a bad guy. That's always good. But what about life for the Afghan people? Reasonable arguments can be made about the United States owing Afghan followers two decades of occupation. But uh, one year after military withdrawal, it's clear that the Taliban rule has deteriorated across a uh, range of measurement, from the economy to security to human rights and governance. 
To the surprise of few, the Taliban has been unable to stabilize Afghanistan's economy, and the nature of the Taliban's draconian rule has has scarred off both foreign aid, scared off foreign aid and potential investors. Taliban rule remains under sanction. They have experience commanding an insurgency, but they know little about financial markets or the trappings of modern economy. Uh, and, and they're especially, uh, I will say, they're especially being brutal to, to women, which we expected that to happen. Um, they're waging a campaign of bombings, assassinations, suicide attacks. And uh, the ISK has also waged a relentless campaign of bombing against uh, Afghanistan's Shia Hazara minority. Um, the fact that Zawari was comfortably traveling to Afghanistan's capital, Kabul, merely shows how close al-Qaeda and, Tal- and the Taliban remain. Despite the vague statements that accompany the Doha agreement that the Taliban would break off relationships with al-Qaeda, that has not happened. And indeed, many argue the two groups are just as close as ever. Um, you know, there's a lot more to it. I'm not going to read it all. It's just, it, it's just, again, proof positive that the Biden administration has no clue uh, or, or care, no clue or care, either or, uh, of what they're doing. Uh, that, that entire withdrawal could have been done differently, should have been done differently. We should have never surrendered the Agram, uh, the Bagram Air Force Base. We should have never sur- surrendered the... $90 million in weapons that were left behind. Um, total disaster. I promise you, if we had not surrendered the space, the airspace in Afghanistan, Putin would not have gone into Ukraine. I think it might have been just that simple. That was what Putin was waiting for, was the invitation to, to, to advance their campaign in, Af- in, in Ukraine, which has been already going on, obviously, in the, in the, uh, the Donbass region. They've been fighting for quite some time. But I think he saw the withdrawal from the Air Force Base, which was strategic. Oh, my gosh. Maybe one of the most strategic Air Force positions we held on the planet Earth. And we walked away and gave it away. And it just, it's sad. It's sad that we did it. It was unnecessary. We could have withdrawn everybody else. And we could have safely withdrawn everybody else. And we still could have maintained control of the Air Force Base. And uh, and we should have. We should have. It's uh it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, and it was ill, ill-planned, ill-conceived, and ill-executed the way the things were done and how we pulled out and left so many of our, of our allies behind. You want to talk about allies? Allies are such a big deal in the LGBT community now. It's just, you know, I'm going to be doing this with LGBT and their allies. Well, what about our allies, the allies of the United States? We don't, apparently, we don't care about them too much. We don't, we don't feel like we owe them any, any – forget about gratitude, any protection, safety, security. Leave them behind. I wonder how many. I, I, I'd love to know. I wouldn't love to know. I'd be interested to know how many people who were left behind in Afghanistan who were helping allies, truly allies, to the United States. I wonder how many of them have been killed, executed brutally, families, women, children. Um, there's no telling. There's no telling because we'll never, we'll never get that information from the Taliban. But here you go. One year, one year later, and the place is a disaster. As, as predicted by many, it's not a surprise to anyone that the Taliban does not know how to manage a country. All they knew how to do is manage terror. And uh, it's, uh, it's disappointing. It's disappointing for sure. 
Uh, I'm going to take a break. I come back and I'm going to start talking about a little of this. This is a story from uh, Southwest Airlines um, and, and the woke policies and the things that it's, their woke policies are causing. We'll, we'll talk about that. And, and you'll be surprised to hear some testimonies from Southwest employees. It's just unbelievable what they're doing over there. And, and not just Southwest. A lot of corporations are adopting these kinds of policies to the, to the detriment of their own, their own country culture, and uh, and eventually to their companies as well. All right, we're going to take a break, a couple commercials. We'll come back, open the phone lines, 860-522-9842. We'll be right back. Tuesday edition, Wilm Roddy Show, right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. Well, 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 what a great uh, already crop of amens coming in. I, I'm, I am busily uh, trying to tally these things, but they are they are many. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out. I missed the second half of the list yesterday. I'll give a shout out. Um, you know, and what I like about it, it's it's a way f- for me to have direct interaction with you. Uh, I know you're listening because I know after the prayer, you're taking time to type out the letters and hit the send button. You're taking time to pull up whatever app you're using or email your email. So I I just love the fact that we have this kind of opportunity to have direct interaction. I and I, I know you do as well because you tell me about it. So I appreciate that. And we'll give a shout-out here. Uh, in fact, let me give it the first, first, I don't know, maybe third half of the shout-out right, right now. Let's do Alex D., Terrence B., Linda from Florida, Jill, Mary, Rob K., Matt S., Sharon O., Chris P. Thank you, Chris, for your, your summer encouragement, but I'm not, I'm not encouraged all that much. <laughs> Virginia W., Greg P., Lynn B., Marianne L., Monica M., Deborah B., Philip M., Christina I., uh, Jerry R., and Irene R. And we'll do... Uh, We'll do more as they come in, as I as I tally them, because they're they're. I have to look at several. Uh, let's do Tanya while we're at it. Ta- Tanya F. Uh, I have to do several uh, sources to get them all together, so I'll get back to that. So here's a <clears throat> here's here's a story. This is about uh, woke airline policies threaten safety. This is just from yesterday, by the way, uh, two days ago. Uh, Southwest Airlines is basking. Let me put my glasses on so I can read. Okay, thank you. Uh, is basking in the accolades in accolades for its diversity, equity, and inclusion, which is DEI, efforts, the award-winning customer service, and record-breaking quarterly revenues. But behind the scenes of this rosy picture, heartaches are afflicting Southwest, called the airline with a heart, because its heart-shaped logo and and corporate culture steeped in the golden rule training of treating of others the same ways you like to be treated, unfortunately not happening. Eight of current Southwest employees, including three minorities, have talked about woke leftist DEI policies as implemented and have tarnished their golden rule reputation, fractured a once cohesive workforce, and ultimately put, may put risk uh, safety at risk. Faced with pandemic-related staffing shortages and pressure to add minorities, the company has changed the way it hires, trains, and disciplines workers, mostly to benefit less qualified new hires representing the diversity rainbows, other employees say. One Southwest flight attendant, a Hispanic female, said they are compromising safety for the sake of race, gender identity, and sexual preference. They're risking people's lives because of agendas. Southwest, one of America's largest airlines, did not respond to messages seeking comment. Similar issues have spread industry-wide, according to 10 airline employees who agreed to be interviewed. Four pilots, six flight attendants. Most have 20 or more years' experience, all of them 
including two American pilots, spoke of a condition of, on the condition of anonymity to protect their jobs. While no one thinks the policies are causing an imminent threat of danger of a plane falling out of the sky, all of the interviewees agree that each time a standard is lowered or a less qualified employee is hired, the risk that something go terribly wrong inches forward a notch or two. In an industry that depends on on near miracle integration of people, machinery, computers, even a few deviations can culminate in catastrophe. Still, some employees worry about what could happen if trends continue to stress out and distract safety professionals. One flight attendant said, it's a recipe for disaster. I just hope it's not going to happen when I'm working. This is, uh, this is an ongoing problem because corporations, for whatever reason, believe that it's in their best interest to adopt woke policies, even, listen, even if they don't really believe in them. They're looking for the positive PR they believe this will bring them. Well, promoting diversity sounds like a great idea. Inclusionary policies have actually become exclusionary at Southwest. De uh, uh, desperate treatment has divided ranks into two camps with the desirable or approved personnel, social and um, political characteristics, and those without the same qualities. Minorities are people with leftist political views, Varying gender identities and alternate sexual orientations appear to be given wide latitude. This protected class is allowed to bend or break the rules. New hires in these classifications may be given extra chances to pass required skill tests, other employees say. Oh, my gosh. This is what's happening all over the country. We are, we are, we are completely, completely bypassing the best candidates in certain fields so that we can meet whatever woke quotas these companies are establishing for themselves. There's no governmental quota, but these are all self-imposed quotas. All right, we're going to take a break. Commercial uh, news. We'll come back. Continue the story. I want to get into this uh, Inflation Reduction Act story as well. And we'll take your calls, 860-522-9842. Right here, Tuesday edition, Wilmarotti Show. We'll be right back. Stay with us. All righty, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. 936. Wow. A lot of amens today. A lot of amens. Let me give you a second half, or actually a second two-thirds here. Uh, Mick C., Homer, Barry S., Mark M., Jim R., Bill K., Scott O., Karen A., Veronica, Donna T., jo uh, John L., Kaz, Carol L., Kevin H., The Mysterious WBD, Tom B., Gigi, Doreen Z., Philip L., Carol J., Rudy P., Patrick C., Teresa J., Elaine P., Jolie C., Lonnie Moe, Pat A., Jeanette G., Zeke H., Lisa F., Priscilla W., Peter H., Val H. Thank you, everybody, for your wonderful support. Appreciate you very much. Is, is anyone having this kind of a situation at work? Is your company, have you noticed your company adopting woke policies? Um, have you felt any pushback, any brush up against stuff like that? Uh, have they put out emails? Have they said what's permitted, what's not permitted, what you can say, what you can't? Has anyone experienced that? 860-522-9842. I'm just curious because I certainly, comp companies like Southwest, certainly companies Nike, uh, very woke, very functioning that way. Also, I understand Delta's very woke. I like Delta, fly Delta a lot, but I'm not sure I'm a fan uh, of the policies. 
Um, a lot of big corporations, um, a lot of big companies, obviously Facebook is woke as you can be and Twitter's woke. All the, all those social media platforms are woke. Um, are you noticing it? Have you noticed it in your, uh, I mean, I, who, who was it? Who was it? Uh, I think Tom and Tom show yesterday was talking about, um, uh, a hospital in Boston and uh, talking about uh, giving guidance to parents where they knew that when their children were born, there was something different about them, that they were trans when they were, I mean, come on, this is craziness. There is no science that backs this up. This is purely emotional. The American Psychiatric Association still considers gender dysphoria as a mental disorder. This is not scientific. There are two genders, there's male, there's female, period. End of story, end of case, have a nice day. This is getting, it's out of hand. And, and if we don't push back, I'm telling you, it's going to be the absolute downfall of our culture. Don't just, you can't just, you know, I think people feel like, well, if, if somebody thinks that way or they feel that way, I just have to go along with it. Well, you know what? You need to be respectful, but you don't have to cave into it. The whole pronoun thing. My gosh, what are we really? What are we get? What are we getting to as a as a as a culture as a nation? You know, and and again, we lead the way with this. I guarantee they're not having these struggles in China. Not that we want to be China, but I'm saying we got companies countries that are 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 sworn enemies. They're not playing around with this stuff. We're talking about this as with Steve Bucci, military in Russia. They're not talking about what the pronouns are. What pronouns do you want in Russia? They're talking about how to build the strongest army they can to defeat us, as is China. And we're playing around with social experimentation instead of de de developing the fi greatest fighting, fi fighting force in the world. doesn't make any sense. And again, there's no, there is no science. You know, everyone's just so quick to pull oh, the science, the science, Dr. Fauci, the science, the science. There is no science about this stuff. And, and, and I think, listen, be respectful, don't be mean. But you don't have to just cave into it. Sir, I, I don't think anybody wakes up in the morning and says, I want to, uh, I don't think any male or female wakes up in the morning and says, oh, I want to be something else today. I, uh, I, it's not that simple. It's a long process. It's complicated. But there's a lot of things that are complicated. It doesn't mean you give into it just because it's complicated or difficult or, or hard to articulate at times. Prayer, very powerful. Counseling, very important. All those things need to take place. 860-522-9842. Woke policies in your company. Have you identified any? Have you seen any? Have you witnessed any? If not your company's uh, groups that you're in, social, uh, civic groups. Any woke policies? As, you know, I, I don't know. I mean... There's all kinds of groups, right? Kiwanis, Lions, um, any of those groups where where they're 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 really starting to load up the the social woke policies. Uh, so here now, this is a, a, a Wall Street Journal editorial. Democrats are you know doing their their victory lap because of the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, claiming claiming that it's going to be so helpful to so many people and it's going to bring down costs, it's going to help curb inflation. 
and um, it's it's going to help everyone in the United. Well, well, China's economy. This is from the Wall Street Journal again. China's China's economy is limping under the weight of government-created market inefficiencies, draconian COVID lockdown policies, an imploding real estate bubble, and an aging population. But if Congress' self-defeating inflation act gives anybody reason to celebrate, it's the president of China. At, and it will be celebrated at no, the November Communist Party's 20th National Congress. With a single legislative act, Democrats have increased Beijing's geopolitical leverage, reduced American standard of living, and global e- economic competitiveness. The kicker is that Democrats have told Americans this deal will, will be a blow to China. Americans will be in for a rude awakening when they discover, <laughs> discover what the truth is. Take the legislative effect on American energy production. The U.S. has become the world's top oil and national, natural gas producer owing to its uh, abundant resources, hyd- hydraulic shale fracturing, and other technological advances. The, information, the Inflation Reduction Act, however, can effectively concedes American energy supremacy to China by turbocharging the government's green energy transition with a $370 billion in climate spending. Climate spending, seriously. This is, this is what, it, I thought this was Inflation, inflation Reduction Act. Why, do, why is there $370 billion in there for climate change? That's a great question. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Let's go to a couple of calls. Let's go to Tom and Avon. Tom, welcome to the show. Okay, uh, Will and... uh... Amen. Amen. Thank you. Uh, inflation. A uh, month ago or so, I saw a chart on inflation, and it showed last year's inflation at about 5.4 for July, August, and September, I think. Okay. Uh, then it jumped up, but I don't remember what it jumped up to. But if it jumped up to 9, for instance... Uh, that is, then this year is going to be down to five. So they've got nine uh, percent plus five and a half percent. We're talking about fourteen, fourteen and a half percent over President Trump's prices. Yeah. And, and I think it's probably more than that, Tom. I've heard people oh, say, yes, really, it's probably over twenty percent. My milk, my years. milk is thirty-five percent. Sure, sure. Okay. So, so the other thing, doing... but but see, they're, they're going to take credit for. Oh, it's down to five percent. Well, it's still fourteen percent. You know, it, it's it's nine percent plus five percent uh, over over President Trump's uh, uh, pricing. Okay, and on uh, Afghanistan, we had three hundred thousand troops trained, uh, more or less, against ninety thousand. Combatants, mm-hmm. bad guys, mm-hmm. and they well, we can't do anything. We don't have air support. Well, yeah. 
the tail band didn't have their support, support either. either. Yeah. Now, these 300,000 people, you'd think they'd gone into the neighborhood, go into the air base and get some more guns and ammunition. You can't you because think, the Chinese and, are there now. Their wives, their children, you know, their, their mothers that they're protecting. If they were, they, they didn't, they just threw down their weapons. Well, it, because allegiance is over there, you know, allegiance is over there shifting the wind, Tom. So if you're, you could be a government troop, to, uh, you'd be part of the government troops today. Tomorrow you're part of the Taliban because you know you're going to get slaughtered if you don't. Tom, I'm going to let you go because I've got other calls I want to grab. Thank you for your call. Let's go to Brian on a cell phone. Brian, welcome to the show. Well, good morning, Pastor Will. I'll add to the amen list uh, Thank there you. this Thank morning. You. Uh, as a former Southwest employee here at CDL, uh, I'm amazed at the way things have gone. Um, I've been out about six years now, so I'm glad <laughs> I got out when I did, I guess. You got um, the bulk of it, yeah. Yeah, but uh, my current uh, place of work that I'm at, I know when the, the whole George Floyd thing happened, we had to start a diversity and inclusion committee, and I somehow got put on that committee and uh, was the minority voice in that whole uh, aspect of mm. everything. But it was good to hear other opinions. But since uh, the election time, that is since, you know, disbanded and we don't ever meet or talk or discuss diversity and inclusion at our workplace really? anymore. So, Really? Okay. That's kind yeah, of anti-woke anti it, policy. <laughs> out, I guess, I don't know, with the way of the world and the way things were going, maybe uh, they felt the need to talk about that. But I guess now it's not as much of a, you know big issue i mean look a year ago we were dealing with the summer of love and now yeah yeah nothing right so so let me ask you a question i mean you're obviously you know in tune you still have friends that work at southwest i'm sure uh yeah. other people in the airline industry with delta I'm, I'm hearing a lot of woke stuff coming out of delta are you familiar with any of that have you heard that is that the sense uh not so much i mean i, I do kind of keep in touch mainly with just the people that i used to work with at southwest um mm -hmm. but um yeah, it's like you were saying before, I think it's a lot of these uh, major corporations all throughout America. We're all trying to go woke. And, you know, I think uh, the most recent that I can remember would be Coca-Cola, you know, mm. Coca-Cola, I think, as people were were calling it. So, um, woke, woke but yeah, not so, much, yeah. not so much Delta. <laughs> well, I think they think and even if they don't believe it, I think I think some of these folks are doing it just because of the PR value. They think there is a. Yeah, I don't. Them, so. I don't know what the. I mean, as consumers, Crazy. you don't like what a company's doing. Don't buy their yeah, product. Right, I really, right. you know, that will send the message of we don't like the way you're you're going. So sure, sure. All right, Brian. Hey, thank you for uh, thanks for sharing your experience and uh, thanks yeah. for calling in. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day. All right, we're gonna take a break. A couple of commercials. We'll be back. More calls. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Chris Powell at nine oh five talk about all things Connecticut. So some good topics there. Stay with us. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Nine fifty one. Um oh boy, I don't know. Just uh you know, I as as we get as we get farther away, I mean I think there's a direct correlation here. As we get farther away, uh, the country's a post Christian country at this point. Uh, less less people going to church than ever before, less people professing to be Christians than ever before, definitely in a post-Christian era. Uh, and as we get farther away from uh, from God and farther away from 
uh, principles and 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 the the good mooring points that have held the culture and society together for 246 years. I think uh, what what we're going to see is uh, I, I think a potential potential rapid decline, but we'll see. Hey, let's go to uh, California and David. Hey, David, how are you? Oh, morning, Will. Uh, I uh, are you a fan of Ben Franklin? Uh, ben Franklin, the, uh, the founding father, Ben Franklin, or yeah, yeah, yes. sure. I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan of all of the uh, the founding fathers. Well, he he wrote an autobiography, and there was a lot written, a lot of biographies also written about him. And he went off to England uh, not not long before the uh, American Revolution, mm-hmm. and was invited there on a scientific uh, uh, award. And he got invited to go visit a whole bunch of aristocrats in a place called the Hellfire Club. Hmm. And it turned out these guys were really depraved. They were just like rich, drunken aristocrats that would dare each other into doing some horrible deeds. And they would just do it as a rich boy prank. And, and Ben Franklin was shocked by it. And uh, and there's been there are a number of books that are written about the Hellfire Club, but I kind of look at what we're in right now as mm-hmm. a, a bunch of rich boy pranks to bring down America. Mm-hmm. And um, if you think about a guy like uh, Roger Stone or mm-hmm. uh, Paul Manafort, for 40 years they were uh, bringing down countries. Uh, they they would manage dictatorships. Mm-hmm. And uh, they started with uh, uh, Ferdinand Marcos of the Philippines. And you remember, he, he escaped with hundreds of millions of dollars. Sure. And, sure. Uh, but then they ran two or three of them down in Africa, and they got up in the Ukraine by the time Hillary was uh, Secretary of State. So when Donald Trump made Paul Manafort the, uh, uh, his campaign manager mm-hmm. uh, to run for election in 2016, all the insiders in the world knew that America was doomed. You know that if Paul Manafort was uh, was going to be running the the show in America, uh, then America was head headed down. You know, and so you think about like all of the the people trying to escape Nazi Germany, and they're taking they're trying to take their money out of Nazi Germany, and uh, escape to Paris or escape to anywhere else. Uh, uh, that's what a lot of investment in America did during Donald Trump. People did not want to trust their money in a country that was run by somebody with Paul Manafort running the show. Well, a couple things about that. First of all, Manafort didn't last that long. But he's still there. I mean, he's hawking a book right now. I mean, yeah, but I mean, a lot of people are still there. A lot of people are doing things. I mean, you know, James Comey's still out there. He got a pardon, there. right? Uh, I think he did, yeah. But, I mean... Manafort wasn't a major part for a long time, number one. And number two, I think you'd have to say the economy was pretty strong and massive, massive gains in the stock market during Trump. So I'm not sure how many companies didn't want to have their money here because the economy was a juggernaut during the time of Trump. So I'm I'm not sure if I'm I'm seeing these dots that you're connecting. You remember how uh, uh, when Ferdinand Marcos was running in his last election, the guy that – apparently one was a guy named Aquino, yeah. and, uh, and he gets shot to death in his plane, and, and uh, uh, Marcos gets to keep as president. 
So don't tell me that Paul Manafort wasn't responsible for uh, covering the PR of how America dealt with uh, an assassination I, I, of a I, candidate. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I, again, I don't. I don't. You're you're connecting dots there, David. That, Paul that I, Manafort I just is there. He's still there. No, no, Roger no. Stone I'm saying you're, you're still there. <laughs> and and the idea that America is kissing up to a PR campaign put together for not only organized crime but some of the most depraved Hellfire Club uh, creeps that the world has ever seen. Well, let's talk about Hellfire Club. Let's talk about Jeffrey Epstein. Let's talk about this right. judge. This magistrate who signed the search order for Mar-a-Lago, who was Epstein's lawyer. I mean, you're 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 bringing Ferdinand Marcos up. The guy's been dead for 20 years. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the connection is here. I mean, as far as the example goes, I understand there's no direct connection. I just I just think you're uh, you're, well, you're you're driving for a bridge too far, David. I really I really do because Paul Manafort's got gold? nothing to do with what's going on right now. You nothing. ever heard of Nazi gold? The uh, the uh, what's called the uh, uh, there's the Black Eagle Trust and there's also the uh, White Lily uh, loads of gold that that the Emperor Hirohito had stolen all around the uh, Pacific during World War II and buried in the Philippines yeah. and all of a sudden that gold uh, you know disappears after Ferdinand Marcos. Uh, uh, well, Marcos out. was a bad guy, and his wife had a lot of shoes. But that has nothing to do with Trump and Paul Manafort. I, sure I just does. this Where sounds like a coast to. to this sounds like this is. I think you might be having the wrong show. This isn't coast to coast. This is a different show. But David, thank you for your call. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go, to Larry in Bridgeport. Uh, yeah. Welcome, Larry. Uh, this is not George Nori. This is Will Marotti. Uh, yeah, hi, hi, Pastor. Boy, I don't know where these people come from. I don't know where he uh, came from. It was it was entertaining, but it wasn't really helpful. Uh, yeah, this guy's calling from California. I feel like saying to him, why don't you worry about Gavin Newsom, okay? <laughs> stop stop doing that, giving us some bogus history lesson on Paul Manafort. Yeah, I, I mean, I is know. this guy kidding? I mean, come on. It's a, God, ben Franklin spent way California, more time in France, by the way, than he did in England during those years. And, and if it wasn't for Franklin and winning over the French for us, who knows if we would have won the war. So I don't know. That's you know, true. That's true. That's crazy. You know, it's funny. it's funny how he doesn't mention about – uh, if you want to get any conspiracy theories, he doesn't talk about uh, Anton Scalia. Uh, the, the, yeah, right. The, the Who knows what happened there? And how he died mysteriously at a ranch yeah. of a Democratic, a very big Democratic donor who several years before received the Medal of Freedom from President Obama. So, And who was a military, he was big in the military uh, in terms of Vietnam and everything. So. I, these people with these conspiracy theories, it's just crazy, some of them who call. Well, I mean, and, that's what I'm saying. I, I think he thought he was calling coast to coast. He, he, I don't know where, where he thought he was calling. I don't know. Larry, well, i, I got to let you go for the news, but thank thank you for – thanks. For, unless you want to hold on. You want to hold on? Oh, I can't. I've got, hold on, Pastor. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Larry. I've got uh, uh, Chris Paul coming in in at 10.05. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. We're going to take a break. A couple commercials. Sheesh. Hey, talk radio. Anything can happen. Anybody can call. You're welcome to at 860-522-9842. The news will come back, and uh, and Chris uh, Chris Powell from Journal Inquirer will be our guest. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.